Hi, class. I just wanted to just say thank you to the professors for this opportunity. I felt like this was a really good way to, you know, study about a certain topic or, you know, just I feel like this this process or this this home this assignment the podcast they were they were an interesting way to have i guess information jogged in my memory but the i wouldn't say that i have a what you call it like a one-on-one experience or maybe i can say that but um i'm sure you heard about me talk about this lady um and probably podcast one or podcast two. And it's this lady who has two children. And um, before I worked in my department, she um, she was she was already in our system. Um, they we've already had complaints about her before. So by the time I got into the department, it was based off of it was a call that we got she calling and saying that she was going to kill herself and her children and she actually went to the school to pick them up and then she wasn't answering her phone when she had them so everybody was just you know shocked and you know everybody was scared they didn't know where she took took them and it was just very very scary so um at the time I didn't have as much I mean I probably I don't have any like I don't have the right to make decisions now I was just more like a assistant social worker at that time so I just did whatever the social worker wanted me to do so I was just sitting down and listening to cases or you know filing cases or you know just doing something to help the social workers so they happened to give the kids back to her because I guess the way how we used to do things, it wasn't like we, the way it's a small island that I live on. So it's very difficult to get resources. So we don't have a lot of resources. So, and the type of person that the mother is, she, she kind of ruined it already with majority of the population that lives here who are foster parents because it's such a small island like i said so everybody knows her everybody knows how she is so if you have to tell her where her kids are or if you have to say like she would probably go and find out and then she would show up to the person's house and either bombard them or maybe just you know rile them out or take the kids out of her house or you know she would just have to get her way. And I, for one, think this is all a part of, you know, her disorder. Like, you know, she just jumps up and does things. She always feels like she's alone. Like, she always says that the father is not helping her with the kids when the father... And they're two, it's two different fathers, but they say that they help and they send money to help her watch the kids. And she always claims that she's always alone and that, you know, she doesn't have any help and things like that sort. So now we're at a point at a, at a point where we had to go to court to get a what was it called? Um I forgot the actual name, but it's basically we put her kids into um 
uh and it's not a fit person's order because it's not her that we're it's like we're trying to save the kids and then trying to help her get to a better place so we can place her back with her her children so it's like we took her kids out of her care for now and then we um we are trying to you know give her therapy and things of that sort but she is interim interim court order i think yeah so i think that yeah i think that's what it's called but basically now because of the the kind of person that she is and you know the disorder that she has it makes it difficult because the court order says okay the island that we live on it has several different islands around it and there's like population like seven different islands and there's like population on five of them the pop the island that we live on is more populated and it's more developed so um that's where all of us live and we had to send and the capital of the island is is not as developed as the the one that we live on we had to send the kids to a less more developed place i mean it is developed that's the capital that's where you know the governor lives and everybody you know so it's and it's pretty important it's a pretty important um place but it is a little less developed than the one that we live on so we had to send both kids there but they are with two different people because they have two different um fathers so it's two different families so the court order basically says that she cannot see him personally, but they can set up a virtual meeting, especially with COVID and the pandemic. We we there were tra- there wasn't travel for a long time. We had to get an emergency travel for the kids to go to those people because one, not a lot of people would have was taking her kids because they know how she was. And um and what am I saying? No, yeah, not a lot of people knew. Not a lot of people wanted to take her kids because they know the kind of person that she was. So we couldn't, we, I think we, we have told, we told her where the oldest son was, but we haven't told her where the youngest son was because it was a kind of a new situation, new foster parent, and we didn't really want to, you know, frighten her. So whenever they do, we had to do supervised meetings because when she would meet with the oldest son, he would cry or he would start acting up or he would start throwing things so it's like because he was she was acting out or having this disorder in front of them for the longest time this is all that they know so now that they have separated from her it's like he is now taking up the slack um there was one time where i witnessed a video call um and they're not supposed to be it's three of them and three of them are not supposed to be on the video called the mom the brother and the brother the two brothers it's supposed to be the mom and the brother and someone else and the mom and other brother and someone else because once she has all three of them together it becomes tragic so there was one time where and the the youngest brother i think he's four years old he's four years old and she had an issue with us in the beginning what happened is she took a flight our country is open now so she took a flight she went to the older son's where the older son was residing and she went there. She wasn't supposed to. She broke the court order and um, she stayed there for two weeks and she wasn't supposed to be there at all. And by the time that she was there, it was like the she was shaming the son. She was putting him down. And, he, and then because of that, he reacted and all of that sort. So because of this, she had to, you know, leave and when we called and asked her if she was there, she lied. So, you know, all of these symptoms that <clears throat> we are seeing, 
all these impulses and all of these, you know, um, anger that she portrays and feeling like the world is a gangster and, um, you know, feeling like she's alone at a time or like all of those things, like you see, like when I was reading it in the chapter, I would, you know, use, and then plus she was diagnosed as borderline personality disorder as having that. So it's just that when she was on, back to what I was saying with the, with the video call, when she's on video call with the four-year-old, because of that whole situation with her, I think he was 12 or 13, because of the issue with a 13-year-old, she was already upset. And then by the time she was supposed to get on the call with her four-year-old that later that day, or later the, the same, same day, but different time, she was like, mm-hmm. Like when she answered the phone, she was like, mm-hmm. And then he was like, mommy. Why Why are you sad? Are you okay? And she was like, mommy's not feeling well. And then he was just like, oh, mommy, don't cry. Don't be sad. And it was just like, you know, like, he has to be the one to say they're there. But, I, you know, just this one case has been a lot for us. But it made, it, it was so perfect with these podcasts because it was just like, it was perfect. The fact that she had borderline personality disorder and then borderline personality disorder was something that I could have chosen to speak about. And I don't know, I'm just really grateful to actually study something that I could do, be hands-on with and recognize and, you know, come into contact with. So to me, it was very great. Like I love this podcast and yeah, like I could definitely see all the symptoms that I read about, all the situations, scenarios that I watched, everything. It was, it was perfect. It was spot on. So I could definitely say that this disease, it took me there and I learned a lot from it. So thank you.